to episode 49 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. The last week we talked a, just a little bit about uh, Flash and Arrow and how um, CW is still killing it as far as uh, the DC shows and everything goes. Um, this week debuted uh, Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl. But I think like before I want to jump into those, I think we should talk a little bit about what happened on Flash and Arrow this week because it kind of ties in a little bit, doesn't it, to like to um, Legends and, and Supergirl. Well, at well least, eventually at least they all will be. Eventually yeah. they all will be. Um, as of right now, they're they're just slowly getting to that to that part. But you know, with with Flash and Arrow, <clears throat> I mean. Th- I mean, Arrow started it all, right? Arrow, yeah. Arrow was the one that launched everything. The first two seasons were great. Um, I can't remember when they started introducing Flash, um, but but Flash for me has kind of slowly taken over as my favorite CW, my yeah. my favorite C, my favorite DC CW uh, on CW show, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, is is that yours too? It is, but. So, okay, I, I just want to go over the second episode really quickly because the first episode I thought was pretty strong, even though there was a little bit Are of Are you talking Arrow or Flash? I'm, I'm talking Flash. Um, okay. I had a little bit, not big of a deal of an issue the first episode. It was okay. Uh, or actually, it was a pretty decent episode. Um, but this second I think episode, I had a bigger problem than you did. Yeah, you did, um, which isn't really saying a lot because we don't really have huge problems with these shows, but... This second episode, like now I'm kind of like, I'm almost in superhero or like in flash fatigue because like they keep finding a way to like, oh, it's the, the main bad guy throughout the whole season and the, and over bringing everybody back, you know, even though they just left. And so it's almost, it feels like to me that the flash isn't moving forward. Is it moving on to something new? It It's now with the time travel thing, they can like, revisit the same stories over and over again. Mm. And, and, and to me, like this last episode, I just kind of watched it going like, ah, it's the same shit over again. Yeah. They got the team back together. And uh, yeah, he went back in time a second time to refix what he just fucked up. And now everything's fucked up again, like almost even worse. And, uh, yeah, and I think I'm, and he doesn't have I'm his right parents this you. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think I'm kind of right there with you with that because, you're, you're right. They they just reek. I mean, I said it in the last uh, last podcast. Like, how many times is he gonna fucking kill his mom? You know what I mean? Like, right. So and and so now it's it's it, it seems like every season deals with him since they introduced uh, his ability to travel through time. Every time he messes with time, every season he has to go back and fix it, and then something else messes up afterwards, and it's. It's it's pretty boring after a while because yeah. how many times can you actually go back and at a certain point like even the at a certain point even the the watcher is gonna the viewer is gonna be like be be thinking hey um, can you stop going back in time because every time you do that you fuck things up so please stop doing that just concentrate on right you know saving the people in the present and I don't know about you but this last the second episode is so depressing like the whole time he's like trying to get everyone together and get the team back and get them all excited again and and everyone's just like yeah whatever dude like that time it's not how we're all about and so like 
to me as a viewer, just like, oh man, like we got to go through this all over again. You know, like right. we spent all that time building the team up and now they're like starting from scratch. And while, yeah, it's supposed to bring some freshness or something to it. Instead, it's just annoyance because I'm like, dude, you guys got need to move forward into something. Did you, did you pick up that line that Barry said about, you know, all the villains that had powers in the other alternate universe will have powers now? They'll just yes. start. They'll start merging, and then you know, uh, what's her face started showing the frost powers, and then that means Cisco will probably start, you know, um, coming into his own as well. So you're going to have those two people eventually use powers as well. So yeah, we're going to get which a isn't a big frost, deal. We're going to get a Killer Frost episode for sure because one of the titles, I think, one of the titles of the Flash episodes is called Killer Frost. So. Okay. Uh, she's finally going to come into her own, I guess. But the problem is, is in the other, I think in the other universe, she was evil. So maybe she's going to end up being good, you know. Um, but we'll see. You know, that there was a couple of things in there that was that was kind of exciting to me. But the, but as a whole, I was like, oh, man, they're just like just in, in Stalesville. They need to like move forward and like move on and do something new and introduce some yeah, that was the, type of bad guy. Right? Yeah, that was the good thing. That was the good thing about Flash up until they introduced time travel. Was yeah. that the show was always moving forward, you know, we got we got Grodd, we got, you know, Killer Shark or the the Shark. King Shark, um, yeah. King Shark, yeah. You know, it was always moving forward where things like you you didn't think you were going to see, they actually put in the show. And now it, every time it, it it has to do with time travel, multiple universes and a speedster. Yeah, how many? You know, the only thing they haven't, the, yeah, they haven't. The, the only thing they haven't brought back in this season is the friend who is also who's actually secretly the enemy. That's the only <laughs> thing that they haven't brought back because they well, did that for we what, don't know two or three who, seasons. Uh, what's his name is in the show now, Malfoy. So you know the, the guy who played Malfoy. I can't remember his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, so you're uh, like, well, maybe he's alchemy. Isn't alchemy the new main bad guy? But the speedster's just kind of like the secondary bad guy. Yeah, but he's really not like a. F- uh, he's not. He's not really coming off as a friend to Barry. He's pretty. He's pretty dickish. <laughs> That's true. That's so he's true. not it's much. A cover, he's, he's, That's a good cover. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not too far off of Draco. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's just missing a wand and a robe, and that's basically Draco. So yeah. So basically, he's not veering too Potter. off. <laughs> oh well, yeah, he does have a lightning bolt on his chest, not That's on his true. head, but. <laughs> um. So anyway, move on to Arrow. Did you catch up? I know that you uh, were trying to watch the second episode. Yeah, I, I did watch it. I did watch it, and oh my god, I'm really not liking the show at all. I don't know how what your thought about the second episode was, but. I was. I thought it was comical when he was like when he was yelling at the recruits, and um, Felicity would would chime in and be like, "Can I speak to you like right now?" Right. And in front of if the I, recruits. I yeah, yeah. If I was standing there, I'd be like, I'd, I'd be thinking like, uh, "Arrows pussy whipped or something." Like, why is this woman involved? Who is dressed in street clothes? Who is dressed like as a secretary or a businesswoman <laughs> interfering with training? Like, why is she standing there? Which is so you know? stupid because they don't. He doesn't want them to know his identity, right? And he told her, <laughs> "You need to put on a mask." So if he ever sees, yeah, those it's not an ever, argument, right? If they if those recruits ever see her walk in the streets and she's hanging out with Ollie, they're gonna be like, "Wait a minute." Well, he made that very clear. 
Yeah, he made it very clear that was like it's it, it's not a request. You you need to put on a mask. And then the very next cut scene with you know them training is she's just standing there in a bright red dress. Right. You know, bright red, blonde hair, <laughs> blue eyes. Me. Yeah. You know, Don't she's not even here. standing. Not in the, yeah, she's not even standing in the shadows or like you know up on the second floor. <laughs> She's in a bright red dress. I think she was in a bright red dress. I don't know, but she stood out. I mean, blonde hair, blue eyes, bright red dress, or whatever dress I'm, she was wearing that was tight. And there's know. no way you could mistake that. Yeah, and they see they have an opportunity here to uh, reboot this series, you know, with new recruits and stuff like that. I, I I'm okay with that because I I was getting tired of uh, Diggle and. And even Thea, but it's so unrealistic. Like, At least with Diggle, he had well, like Marine training or Special Forces training. The, I don't even, I can't even remember what the girl, what her background is. I, I know the the, uh, the black dude who, uh, you, you know, works for Queen. Um, yeah, but he's a nerd. He, he's, so he's a, yeah, he's a fight. Yeah, he's he's an IT, so that's great. And then there's that other guy in the hockey mask. I don't I don't know what training he has. Yet. They haven't gone into his background, but but he's been doing part. He's he, well, Arosam doing like he's been a couple fighting. few times. Yeah, yeah. But so still, and, and then and then right after the right after that argument, um, or you know you know he's trying to train them, and he's specifically showing them how unready they are. And then all of a sudden Felicity comes in and tells him that maybe I think it's Felicity that tells him that he should, you know, kind of trust the recruits and, and let them, you know, guard the guard the thing after like one training session. Right. It's almost like it's almost it's almost like, uh, you know, uh, Bruce Wayne in The Dark Knight Rises leaving the entire Batcave and everything to to Robin. Um, and like, and you know, he went through all Go that training it. with the League of Shadows. He's just, he doesn't even leave an instruction manual for the Batmobile or whatever. He could just fucking blow up the Batcave by pressing the wrong button. It's like the same thing. I mean, it's a cool shot, but when you think about it logistic, you, logistically, you're like, how do, how do I turn on the computer? What's the password? Right, the first thing What's the password? Take, the first thing he does is take the, <laughs> what's the password? The yeah, what's the Wi Fi password? He takes the the Batmobile out and realizes, oh, I got to hit this button to launch it because, like, the, yeah, wasn't it? There was no like ramp or anything. You had to like jump. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to jump like a fifty foot uh, like gap, and like there's <laughs> like, no there's no instructions. <laughs> yeah, every time you have to land it perfectly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he hasn't even driven the thing, and now he's got to like hit a jet rocket to you know get out of the driveway. <laughs> Or or what if he ha- accidentally hits the wrong button and he ejects the bat pod instead? Yeah, right. Like he just he <laughs> yeah. wants to open the cockpit of the Batmobile and he just ejects the bat pod instead. <laughs> totally, that's. Stu- <laughs> but that's except let's say that's, that's, that's suit a, so it only fit. took. <laughs> yeah, how did he know his size? He's like wow, Christian like. Bruce Wayne's like way bigger than I am. What the, what he's going to like go out into the streets and he's going to be like, oh, my God, Batman's back. And he's like, no, I'm Robin. But you it's have a bat sagging. signal on your sh- but you have a bat signal on your suit. It's like, no, but I'm Robin. sagging off of him. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, like a kid like wearing it's pajamas. like a kid wearing yeah. his dad's pajamas or something. <laughs> he um, can't see out of the, he can't see out of the cowl because the mask keeps falling over his face. <laughs> Uh, but 
yeah, Arrow, you know, they, they, the producers have said that after this year, they're not going to be doing any more flashbacks. But I was like, why didn't you just end it three years ago? It's, it's yeah. the worst. Because now the flashbacks are like five years ago, and it's literally leading up to the part where he's... And then they you know, add they added the Diggle, like, present flash thing. Yeah, I didn't like that. I don't like it. The second storyline with Diggle. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Diggle. <laughs> what a name is that? <laughs> Diggle. That's a terrible name. <laughs> DJ Diggle. Yeah, I. It reminds, it reminds me of uh, um, what the fuck's his name from Boogie Nights, Dirk Diggler, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or that that Australian kid band, the Wiggles, could be the Diggles. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but they, you know, they're doing these flashbacks, and I understand like they they try, like at least they tried this time around to to uh, to make the storylines you know, parallel because the, the whole ring the bell thing, which I thought was so ridiculous. Like I, I was watching that going like, I, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to say like, they got to work together to, to defeat you. Not, not come at you one at a time. It's just like, it's just like people going one at a time at Jet Li or one at a time at Jackie Chan or one at a time at Bruce Lee. Like <laughs> That reminds me of that SNL fucking... skit. Did you ever see that SNL skit where it's like Adam Sandler and Phil Hartman and they're all the ninjas. They they use the clip from American Ninja, oh. and and it's like a, it's a support group for the 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 ninjas, right? Because at that point in time, <laughs> there was like a whole shit ton of like uh, oh, no. you know martial arts movies, and yeah. it's support groups for the ninjas that are like, you know, we should probably all attack at the same time. Like that was one of the lines, <laughs> and then and then one of the other characters, I forget who, somebody like says. Um, we should really utilize these Chinese stars. And then the other person's like, maybe we should be more careful of where they're, where we're throwing them. And then he removes his hood and he, and the Chinese star is like in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's you got to awesome. look it up. It's, it's yeah, an old SNL skit that, that <laughs> basically says what you just said, That's where funny. they all, they don't, they don't like all those henchmen, like even the stormtroopers, like the, the ongoing joke is the stormtrooper can't hit shit. Right. You know? Um, and this is, it was the same ongoing joke with like the ninjas and everything in the, back in the day in the early eighties when all these like ninja movies were coming out where if you were a black, a black ninja, you know, dressed in all black, you were basically just there for fodder. You know, you were going to attack one at a time and you would just get your butt kicked. And that's exactly (laughs) what the new recruits did. (laughs) <laughs> was get their butt kicks and that yeah. got their butts kicked and then all of a sudden it took Felicity to tell Arrow to go against his better judgment and say let them go you know yeah, let security detail they'll be fine they can't ring that yeah. bell but they'll be fine yeah <laughs> yeah, they'll be fine <laughs> it, it wasn't even their fault though it was the drunk It was the drunk father of Black Canary that fucked oh, it up that, so. I, I can't stand that character either I wish he would have died a couple of seasons ago <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that guy. That guy's like got like major. I don't know. He's. he's I can't stand that. Issues. I can't really stand that whole family. Actually, I mean the fake the fake family. Like I can't stand that whole family. Well, well, like I can't stand the died the, three times. <laughs> I think I like the mom the best because she just is the only one that was like real out of all of them. I couldn't stand yeah. Black Canary because she was so annoying. She basically got her training in one week going to kickboxing classes. <laughs> so I don't know what constitutes you to be ready for being a superhero fighting crime at night, 
with nothing but skin tight outfit and no body armor. Yeah, at least her sister like was with the League of Shadows for like two or three. Yeah, years. exactly. She had so, training. I mean, I can't stand her either on League of uh, Legends of Tomorrow, but we'll get into that later. She's the weak um, character. Well, I can't um, stand what they've done t- with her. I don't think I don't like her. I can't stand what they've done with her. Um, yeah, but we'll I, get no, into that I, later. I, t- I totally agree with you. But anyway, so, you know, they're still doing these flashbacks, which are complete. Now they're like down to like 10 seconds or 15 seconds. They're like really super short now. And and they disrupt or interrupt the action or interrupt what things when something's starting to happen they interrupt the the show so it like really yeah. messes with the flow of the show. You know what really uh, helped me out is if they because you, know, you know every time they do a flashback they make that noise. If yes. they would put the if they would put the flashbacks every single time right before commercial, I could go do something as soon as that noise comes on and just completely ignore <laughs> like, it. Like Pavlov's dog, you know, just like. Yeah, because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I could just go leave the TV or fast forward the DVR. Right. As soon as you that, hear sound, that hits. sound And immediately you're like, I, I need just to tune out. this. Or I need to go. Yeah. yeah. I need to, I need to get a crab cake. I'm hungry all of a sudden. <laughs> Something, anything. Um, yeah, because those flashbacks are, they're just, I mean, absolutely, I mean, just a complete annoyance. And I think I was telling you the other day that, if they would just edit those out of the show, the show would flow way better. It'd be a lot uh, shorter too. It'd probably be a half hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> there were some episodes like last season where you were stuck in flashback world and, and you're like, and you know that this has nothing to do with what's going on now and it doesn't right. matter. It's not interesting and it has nothing to do with the plot at all. Like it's like um, if they made like a, a Jaws six, you yeah. didn't need or Jaws five, you didn't need to see three and four. You just right. completely omit those. Well, and then you're like, how many fucking jaw? How many sharks out there that have a mind of their own like that? They they don't. That's I think one out of a gajillion is, you know. I think was it like Jaws four, the revenge, like the shark came back to kill the family. I was like, how the yeah. fuck does that shark know the family? Yeah, like come on, the other sharks talk to him. Like you know, radio well, not only and- not only that, but not only that, but they the shark killed the son in Martha's yeah. Vineyard, right? Yeah, and then swam all the way to Jamaica to get the other son. Right. <laughs> it's it's That's basically so the Liam Neeson sharks, you know. I would have. I I I can't. Somebody just. Oh my god! Was that wasn't even. Um, that wasn't Universal, right? That was like Canon or somebody back in the day, right? I don't right? know who that was. Somebody, you know, bought the rights or said, hey, this is a good idea. It's kind of like, you know, when they did Superman, The Quest for Peace. You know, that movie never should have been made. But they, he wasn't going to do it, but they paid him like $10 million bucks, Some outrageous amount of money for that amount, for that time to be in that movie. Yeah, he didn't even like work out. He didn't even work out for that movie. No, he's, he's got like, he's got bad tits in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he's got like no. He's got no. I mean, he's still in good shape, but he's not. He doesn't look like Superman, you know. If you no. look at the first Superman versus this one, or versus the 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 fourth one, oh my god, it, it didn't I mean, look right. Well, now you you got Henry Cavill that just looks ridiculous, like they chiseled him out of Whoa. and shit. Yeah, it's they just can't pretty. give him anything worthy to do. Right, just stand there and look stupid. That's oh yeah. boy. But anyway, yeah, so Arrow, I don't know, two episodes in, I'm not really happy about it. But it's, but also, it's like the one thing that's keeping me in that show right now is the thought that they're going to do a major crossover 
And so which they already kind of did. They, they already set in motion that with Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, with that good big segue. T- with that big, big, like, I don't know, like mic drop at the end of that episode. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, so Arrow was in the beginning of this and him with some other dude and they come across the, what did they come across? Like they, they found the ship in the bottom of the Atlantic or something. Yeah. Like off they, the coast of New York. Yeah. And they, they only find the one guy in there. Um, not captain cold, but his friend, brother, the, What's his name again? God, I can't even remember the people's names on that show. I don't know, but I don't like the way he talks. It's really hard to understand. I, oh, yeah. Oh, him and Captain Cold. I mean, I love them in that show, Prison Break. But on this show, they are so over the top. They're just caricatures. I, I don't like the way they talk at all. I they're think. a little... They're they're right... Uh, they're a notch below... What's her face? Uh, Jada Pinkett. Yes. Smith. Fish Mooney. Yeah. Yeah. She, they're They're like a notch below her. I'd say, in, yeah, in I, that's that's correct. I'd say that's correct. But, yeah, so they find him and start questioning him, and then that's when he starts talking about, like, you know, we were approached by this guy at the end of last season who said, do not go to 1942, I think, the specific date. And then they have, like, a time ripple or something like that, and they decide, oh, like, what, you know, Gideon, where is that? And they're like, oh, it's 1942. And they're like, well, shit, we can't go there. And they're like, yeah, but a nuclear warhead went off in new york city and killed a bunch of people um we need to go back there so he tells that story where they go back in time you know again time travel which you know it's fine like when this well, show that's came the whole on, basis of the show yeah when the show came on i thought oh man time travel is like doctor who and like then you've got like this like team up i thought it was going to be like this really cool thing but it ends up it's kind of like you know, seeing a bunch of like pro basketball players on the all-star team, like play with each, like play next to each other. And then like, they're not very good. You know what I mean? Well, it's this like, is like, that would be like the bench pro basketball players. Yeah. That's what these people are, except for the Adam, which is, he's really underutilized in the show, but very much um, so. Like <clears throat> that really upsets me at times where they, they really underutilize him. Like, and his storyline last season was just stupid pining over that. Girl yeah. Who's, yeah. So He's not even on the show anymore. Right. What what happened there? Like, did they disappear? I don't remember. I have to go back and I watch forget. the last episode again because so much crap happened. But they yeah. were the most clearly doesn't things. matter. It clearly no, it did really not doesn't. matter. <laughs> but um <laughs> but having like having arrow on there was kind of cool because it kind of tied that together a little bit. And and then Well, yeah, I mean they tied Flash and Arrow to this episode. Yes. Um but they went back and they, Damien Dark was there. Which, can't stand that character. Yeah, I can't stand that character either. He was there last year. I think he's, him and Savage were just just as bad. I mean, both those shows had really shitty bad guys. Yeah. Um, or it just kept going on and on was the problem. But so you got Damien Dark now who's dealing with this warhead and all that stuff, but they thwart him and all that, but then they get stuck behind. And that's when, like, if the, if the episode, okay, so if the episode was super, super good, I think that reveal at the end when the Justice Society shows up, I would have been way more stoked. But they showed up, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, that was just kind of tacked on the end of the episode. I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. Because, like, when they the chick floated down and all the people, like, mm-hmm. just kind of, that was, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. 
but I wasn't like jumping up and down going like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. You know, this, it, does it seem to you that legends of tomorrow is like, for some reason on paper, it, it sounds amazing, but in mm-hmm. execution, it's extremely meh. Like it's just, yeah, it's like, it's no, like no, a flat line. Yeah, that's pretty spot on. It's like somebody who has a great idea. Because I I remember being really psyched for the show, and and I really had a hard time getting through the first season. And basically because of what we talked about last season was like, you're you're really going to go through however many seasons trying to fight Vandal Savage. And they finally, like, ended that storyline. And I was like, and, and, you know, when the Time Lords, not the Time Lords, the, is it Time Lords? No, Time Lords Doctor Who. What do they call them here? (laughs) Time Masters, right? (laughs) ass bandits time bandits i don't know <laughs> yeah whatever those, those people were all killed off or whatever the fuck they did <clears throat> and then you know they were going to go through time and fix all the things that they were they had messed up the the bad people from the first uh season mm-hmm. so so that that made me think okay the second season is going to be good because now they're not tied to vandal savage always um and then this season started and i didn't really give a shit really about the justice society because it kind of felt especially i was thinking it was kind of forced like why are you yeah. why are you introducing a, a, another team when you just finished the main reason for your story in the first season and now you can kind of just go off and and actually play with these characters in in time you know yeah and you introduce this other stuff and it felt forced when they told us about it, and then when I saw it on the show, to me it felt forced too. The thing that geeked me out was that I saw the reverse flash in here, and he was the one behind everything. Yes. Because he he says something to Barry in the first episode, I think, where he says, like, it's some, something to the, to the effect of, um, you know, you'll see or something like that, um, or you haven't seen anything yet, or... Whatever he says, he he hints at something and Barry's like, "What are you talking about?" And then yes. you you know fast forward to this premiere and you find out what he was talking about, which he's going back in time, fucking with everything. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's where that's going to happen. My problem with this whole four epi- the four show team up, for I don't know, I can't remember the exact reason why they did what they did, where. Supergirl is in an alternate reality or alternate universe. Yes. I, I don't like that at all. I don't either. I don't either. But and here's the thing, though. Also, what you notice is that the three shows before Supergirl, the other three shows, are very much like the same kind of tone and mood, you know. And then you get Supergirl. It's very lighthearted. And, I mean, they have some mm-hmm. shit that happens, but it's not as dark a tone as those other three shows. Do you think it's funny now when when Arrow tries to be really tough and badass with his voice modulator? I find it comical. It is comical. It's not like he doesn't um, come off as like a badass, right? He doesn't. When Barry gets pissed off, I I'm like, okay, he's 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 a badass. But when but when against character, you know, it's it's different because the first listen, the first two seasons, Arrow was a fucking badass. And, right. and and he got his ass handed to him, but yet he came out on top over Deathstroke because that was a great two season storyline. It then, was, yeah. Like, and then after that, he just got he kind of got soft. He stopped killing people. Remember, he stopped killing people. And then yeah. um, season three, he got stabbed and died and came back to life. 
from Raysaw Gruel, or that was one of the worst bad guys ever. Who do you think this season's resurrection is going to be? Because every <laughs> single season we've thing? had, well, so, well, every said, single season we've had somebody die and come back. Yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, they've already. I mean, now you have the two bad guys from Arrow and Flash working together, and you know, Damian Dark's been in the freaking Lazarus Pit. Um, right. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm a little bit. I'm hesitant right now. Like I liked seeing Imbart. Is it Imbart Thon? Like I yeah. liked seeing him in the episode. That was a surprise. Like over everything. You're I, talking I about Legends, that. right? Yeah, in Legends. That was the one thing yeah. I was like, "Oh wow, okay, cool." Like that's interesting. Yeah, that but, I did the same thing too. Everything else was exactly the fucking same as what we watched last year. The what's right, the, so, the, the White Canary is sleeping. Yeah, with another let's address chick. that. Yeah, let's okay. address that because. I think we said it last uh, last season for uh, at the premiere or whatever we said it for, mm-hmm. or the the season finale. It feels like they don't know what to do with her, and they obviously have this, you know, the bloodlust thing last season. You know, mm-hmm. it was fucking. I hate the word blood words bloodlust because it because not only did we have to put up with it in Arrow, we had to put up with it in Legends. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> But it feels like unless she's trying to kill somebody, the only other thing they can have her do is is basically sleep with somebody. And it's always yeah, women. And, and I think, you know, and whatever. I mean, that's fine. But, like, every fucking episode, though. like no, I don't it, care that it's – I don't care that it's it's a woman, but it's it's every single time. And well, I, even I, if it was to a the guy. Point, if it was well, a to the point where it's almost to, like it, – it's almost like are you trying to – are you trying to – like uh, get you know fourteen year old boys to to watch this show and that's how you do it because or, that's pretty lame or lesbian women or you know yeah I don't can, care like, what it is but like give yeah. her something to do other than trying to kill somebody because that's exactly what she did in this episode she tried to kill she tried to kill Damien Dark and she ended up sleeping with the Queen of France right like that's the two things she did and it's the two things she does in almost almost every episode. It's, it's yeah that she she has she has other layers but they haven't shown it yet so it's so I, I want to say that it's not that I don't like the actress I think when she's given something to do she she can can manage that but what they're doing with that character alone is really repetitive and if you boil it down it's it's really bad you know what you know what it is I can't think of one character that's like the anchor of this show. Really, because there isn't one. Um, maybe that's the big problem. Because in the Flash, you know, you got Barry, and, and well, all the characters are strong, all the secondary characters. And then in Arrow, you know, uh, Arrow is the obvious leader. But you have, even though, well, now the characters are pretty much like dispersed, and, and he's getting a new team. But he's clearly the leader. But you look at this thing, and like, you know, you would think that um, the main guy in the coat. Oh, this is terrible. I, I can't believe I can't remember any of these people's names. Um, you would think that, you know, the Doctor Who type character would be the leader. and But he's kind of like one of the most boring characters on that show. He's not very interesting at all. Like last year he had a purpose of like, I got to kill Savage. I got to save my family. And then just kind of got lost, you know, just kind of disappeared. And, it's Rip Hunter, by the way. Rip Hunter. Thank you. And... <clears throat> And then you've got, you know, the Adam who I loved him on Arrow and I love him as the Adam, but like they don't give him hardly anything to do. Like they did a little bit last year, 
And then I think in this last episode, they had him like basically he he tailed uh, White Canary, which. Well, how she, about how about she didn't even how about the fact there. that. Uh, <laughs> so did you pick up on this where he it's revealed that he sends he disperses everybody throughout time, right? Yeah. And he was planning for this, right? Because it was because he was talking to uh, Firestorm, uh, whatever his what's his first name, the black dude. I can't I can't remember. Well, one he half, was talking to him about right. He, they were talking to him. He was talking <clears throat> to him about getting him ready for a time where he wasn't going to be around, right? So he clearly and he even says it because after after they play the tape, after they gather most of the people and they, and Gideon plays the tape of Rip saying, like, I'm sorry, I had to disperse you throughout time. He was planning all of this, right? Mm-hmm. It, it clearly showed that from the beginning of the episode. And it, and I thought it was reiterated in that video. Did you pick up on that? That it was, that I he was planning so. this the whole time. Okay. Yeah, so I then my problem, so then my problem is, is why the fuck did he send the Adam without his suit to the dinosaur time? Right. Was he trying to fucking kill him or was that was just <laughs> yeah. like, Hey, it'd be pretty cool just to put a T-Rex in the show. <laughs> what was he thinking? Like to I put him know, back man. in that time frame. <clears throat> that you could that not have put time. him in a more dangerous like place. Right. And it's not like the dinosaurs they see you in the suit, they're gonna like tell somebody that's gonna He didn't even have the suit though. He was clearly always running for his life. <laughs> like he was trying to survive and he clearly did not have his fucking suit. So I didn't understand that when I was like thinking when I saw the video of, of Rip telling the team that he, you know, had to send them all away and he was planning this and all that shit. And I was, and I was thinking, so you purposely sent the Adam to dinosaur time, you know, yeah, where he could die just as easily, you know, like he could have died right away. He could have been food <laughs> the second he got there. Right. Food yeah, that, or he would have got trampled <clears throat> under like that something make sense to me either. That was really dumb because um, everybody else got sent through time to, to a time frame where there were humans. He was right. the only one that was sent to dinosaur time. <laughs> he must have fucking Why? hated him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, I need to move in on your chick. He probably like Adam made a joke about his dead wife and kid or something, and they sent them there. He's like, I'll show you about a T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that. You know, you notice that throwaway line where they're like, "Well, you know, if someone went back in time and did something." They're like, we need to go now because, and they're like, because the effect hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. Like it hasn't, we're like in a temporal state or some weird thing, explanation. They said they're like in a bubble or something like that at the moment. And they only have a certain amount of time to decide whether they want to go back in time or not, because time will change eventually. So I guess it doesn't, I guess time doesn't change right away when someone goes back and dicks around with it. Like you have this like space of time to like figure out what to do. So hmm. that was a little interesting because they're like, well, why hasn't anything been affected yet? And then Adam goes, well, we're in a temporal state or we're in a flux, right? Like we're stand still right now with nothing. Time hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. So we have time to like go back and then they go back and, you know, and stop everything. But I thought that was kind of a throwaway line a little bit, because to me, it feels like as soon as you go back and do something, it should affect everything. So like, you know, if it's almost like Back to the Future was a little bit correct in that if you go back and then the the parents were never going to get together, that he'd just be erased from existence. You know, it makes sense. But right. 
they do some really weird stuff, you know, where, I mean, okay, Barry, like, we go back to the Flash. Like, he goes back and saves his mom, and, of course, that screws up, you know, a bunch of things, which makes sense. But then he goes back and lets her die again, puts everything back, goes forward again, and everything's still jacked up, but even worse, because, like, he doesn't even have his parents again. And everything's worse. So just any little thing could really, like, mess with the timeline. And then, you know, he starts losing his memory and all that shit. So, I don't know. Time travel is very, very tricky to mess around with. And then if you make it like a thing... Do you remember, like, in Next Generation, every other episode became an episode where they went inside the hologram room, you know? and so yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, oh, whenever we can't do something, like, think of something or do something, let's just go in the hologram room because we can do anything there. So, like, they're using – they use that hologram thing as a crutch on that show for, like, a full season. And I feel like they're doing that here with the time travel shit. They're just like, oh, whenever we can – you know, every time we do time travel, we can totally fuck things up and do something different. And But it's getting to be, like, old hat. Like, if you have the Flash doing it – it get, it's it's starting to get boring, but you have Legends of Tomorrow doing it every episode. So, like, it's too much time travel. There's just too much of that shit going on to, to the point where it's like giving your girlfriend candy and roses every fucking day. Eventually, they're going to be like, stop it. You know, like, that's enough. You know, once in a while is okay. You know, but... So, I don't know. This time travel shit is, like, it's starting to, like, make me cross-eyed a little bit. So, well, I'm wondering, I'm wondering <laughs> if, if what the reverse flash has done throughout time is causing those little ripples in Flash's present. You know, it's possible. Like I've heard, I, I have done a lot of reading on this, but like in the beginning they said, oh, the flash going back and saving his mom, doing all that stuff is going to jack with all the different timelines. And then someone came out and said, well, we're not going to really see that effect because each show is its own thing but maybe we'll see something. But then like you watch the show and you're like, well, no, it's, it looks like things are being affected. You know, like even Barry, it was kind of strange at first because Barry, after he fixed everything, everything was still jacked and he went and saw Felicity and he's Mm -hmm. like, Felicity, I need help. This is what happened. Felicity's like, Oh, that's weird. You know, cause I half expected her to see him and go, who the fuck are you? You know, like maybe, well, no, everything was the same, but Diggle, Diggle now has a son. Right. Instead of a instead of a daughter, um, that's fucked up. So that in and that, itself. that changed, yeah. yeah, like completely wiped her out of existence, and there's nothing he can do about it. Um, yeah. and there's nothing that you don't see the repercussions on the other shows. You only saw the repercussion in Flash's show for the Arrow universe, right? You know, that's so true. there was nothing that happened in there that they addressed that was different. Like they didn't all of a sudden, you know, make that the Laurel's father sober, you know what I mean? Like they didn't didn't do anything and not explain it because that would be a lot of things to do. And and that's understandable. But if you're going to do, if you're going to show the ripple effect in parts of the flash, there's, there's ways to do it. And I think angel and Buffy did it really well when they crossed over and affected each, each person's, each person's um, television show, because they were one right after the other. I think, yes. right? Like, it was Buffy, then... that The way that it aired was Buffy was first, and then it was Angel. So you saw right. the immediate repercussions of the shows. In this case, it's, um, it's what, Monday, Tuesday, 
Wednesday, Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But they premiered on opposite weeks. So now they're all going to be kind of on the same week, even though The Flash and Arrow will be one episode ahead. Right. But anyway, let's move on to Supergirl because let's get to that before we, we get we um, get into the weeds of the other shows that we've been doing because um, Supergirl debuted finally on yes. CW. And I want to hear your opinion first about it. Okay. Um, th- let's start with the good. Superman loved him. Um, really surprised uh, with this guy. Um, I liked uh, how he looked like he was having fun as being a superhero. He was, uh, you know, he was he had charisma. He had like confidence, and he was funny. And like he, when he was Clark, he was bumbling and shit. And I just, I loved it. I loved all of that. He wasn't as bumbling, but go ahead, keep going. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think what else was good <laughs> because I had a big oh, wow. problem. I had a big okay, problem go ahead. with, with Supergirl. Um, it, okay. And I think it's the same problem I'm having with all the other shows. It just feels like more of the same stuff. And, hmm. you know, and, and I also think that Superman, okay. So having Superman on there, this is what my feeling is. He completely upstaged her. Like I felt like, it was Superman show and she was just on it as a guest star mm. because yeah. he's, he's good. He's really good as Superman and they, and they utilized him the way they should have, but I don't think they should have. Okay. This is my opinion. I don't think they should have started the show with Superman. I think what they should have done is brought him in as a, you know, November sweeps, you know, like two or three episodes or something like that, or maybe mm-hmm. part of the crossover. That's what they should have done because it's very clear to me, like when they brought him on there for the very first show, I was digging on Superman big time. And then by the yeah. so, so after the first like maybe three or four episodes, because he's supposed to be on there for a little bit, I think it's a big mistake because I think once he leaves, it's going to be like this gap of like, oh man, bring Superman back. Because I yeah. really, really enjoyed him. And see, it's the same stuff with like, you know, um, you know, Martian Manhunter is like back to being a grumpy dude. And I guess him and Clark have like a history which are like, oh, okay, that's interesting. We've only like that storyline was taken. That was ripped from Batman, <clears throat> Batman, yes. Batman and Superman. Yes, that's been done that. lots of times in the cartoon, <clears throat> um, and other iterations of their relationship where Batman keeps Kryptonite. So that was taken. Basically, yes. Martian Manhunter was Batman in that storyline. Yes. Um, the other thing that was really kind of bizarre. I don't know if you caught this, but the new base. They just like yeah. showed, just went there, and all of a sudden, you know, that's their new base. And or no, it's been there the whole time. They just never told Supergirl, but now they're hanging out there all the time. And I'm just yeah. like, that was really weird. Like, why didn't they just say like, hey, you know, the new the base we just like like we've been working on this entire time is finally finished. We could start working from there. But no, they just not like, to mention of, that like you not to mention that like every every other day you're going to see a red streak flying into that building. <laughs> Not very, right. not very secretive. Not very it's secretive not very, at all. Exactly. So, I mean, the cave made sense, but now all of a sudden, oh, we're just going to work at this building. I'm just like, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, I yeah, I like it's not a big deal for Supergirl to fly. No, to the base. it was kind of like their way of saying that they moved TV show channels. Like, I get the whole, you know, or at least that's what I thought it was, or I picked up on was like, oh, this is just them telling the audience like. Wink, wink. You know, we moved from one place to the next. We're we're now filming in 
Vancouver with everyone else, or we're, we're on the CW with everyone else or whatever, right. you know, so we moved from one place to the next, but it was just really out of place and weird the way it, it went down. And then they just shrugged it off and just kept, then they just start meeting there all the time. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, let's see. Uh, Kat Grant is still the same, you know, it's, she's all right. Now they're trying to bring on the computer guy as a recruit for the DEO. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fine. Um, and then they found another Kryptonian, which um, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to rack my brain as to who that could be. Because, like, it can't be Zod because that would just Well, be- did they verify that it was Kryptonian or they were speculating that it was Kryptonian? Well, I think they're speculating because the, because the same ship that they landed in and also when right. they tried to, like, prick him or, you know, take blood and all that stuff, everything was breaking on him. And so they're like, oh, he's... Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's... No, it could be... A- he could be, you know, another species or something, but I was trying to like, from can- maybe- he can be from Candor. That's true. I was thinking maybe like, Oh man, if they bring Zod, I'm going to be really pissed. Cause they've done that 15 times now, but it could be Brainiac. I mean, they, they really didn't do Brainiac service in Smallville. It was one of his shitty character. Um, mm. so they, but they shouldn't bring that. it to Supergirl. That's no, a Superman but- storyline. Yeah. But you know, Superman's there. And they've said that they're going to bring them, you know, here and there on there. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, I think the show was just okay for me. I wasn't really that jazzed about it, with the exception of every time Superman was on screen, I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is – I and I think it's because that's the way I've always – that that's the way Superman's always been to me. And so it was kind of felt really natural. I was like, oh, I really like this guy. You know, totally okay. made me forget about Henry Cavill because I can't stand his Superman. It's not his fault, really. But um, so anyway, my my opinion my opinion on the show is I actually got teary eyed at a certain point when nice. Superman was doing something. I forget what he did, and I, I meant to remember it, but I can't right now. But I remember, holy shit! Why am I getting emotional over this? And I think it's because I'm so sick of the fucking shit going on in the big screen. Yeah, and I, I was like, I I was so skeptical about this Superman too, also, mm-hmm. because because the 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 promos didn't seem right. The pictures looked really fucking weird. You know, yes, he 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 didn't really look like Superman. And and I'm going this just based on looks, right? Like I didn't know this guy acting. I've never seen any, him anything that I can recall that I've ever seen him in. in so I was just going based on looks, you know, like. Because if you if you give me a picture of Henry Cavill and you give me a picture of this guy, and you're like, okay, go pick a Superman, I'd pick Henry Cavill every day of the fucking week, right? Right, right. Like, that, like we've said so many times, this guy looks like Superman. Um, but my God, like he did everything that I pictured from all the the best parts of each Superman. Like mm-hmm. for again. I think Brandon Roth in a lot of ways was better than than Christopher Reeve. That's probably my I'm probably the only person that uh, thinks that. But I've argued it before with you. I think on the show too that I think Brandon Roth in certain ways was better than Christopher Reeve because he brought his own like strength, but he wasn't goofy. He still he just did enough to throw you off. Like he's kind of clumsy but he's not a fucking goofball, right? Like, right. cause if you look at, if you look at Christopher Reeve in the very first Superman, the guy's like six foot two. He's a good looking <laughs> guy. He just, he looks like he's just in a Halloween costume, right? 
Right. Exactly. It's kind of Where, like, if you ever see, like, that one, yeah, if you ever see that, like, one girl who dresses in, like, big sweaters all the time, but she's, like, pretty, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah I bet you if she, like, you know, didn't wear big sweaters, she'd probably be, like, really good looking. And the same thing with Christopher Reeve, right? He just hunches his shoulders and he's a good looking guy and he just, like, wears his hair all weird and shit like that. But you look at his, his physique shows up through his clothes. Like you can tell he's fucking big, right? So this guy, this guy did the same thing. He, he, he's very charming as Superman. He, he had like everything that you said, he he looks like he's having fun. He's very confident though. Like he really portrayed the Superman. Well, what I loved even more was how he portrayed Clark and he brought like his own version of it where he is kind of, cause he had that thing with like cat, you know, where, cause that that's the one thing like I never understood, right? Like, okay, Clark is a pretty good looking guy because everybody's swooning over Superman and Superman's a good looking guy. They're the same fucking person, right? right. So like in, 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 in the Man of Steel or Batman v Superman, that guy is still the same good looking guy. Like he doesn't he's he they didn't really do anything to like make him less attractive as as Clark Kent. Right. You know what I mean? He's just an everyday Joe Schmo guy, but he happens to be really good looking as a Joe Schmo guy. And they played that in this where he's very charming. He he does a couple of clumsy things, but not to like the goofball status of what Christopher Reeve did, right? So I loved everything about that Superman. And I think I got teary-eyed because of the fact that I can't stand the bleak, oh, my God, I got superpowers, the world sucks, I don't want to do this shit, right? right. Emo so, Superman. Yeah. So I, I I think that's why I got emotional over that because I was like, oh, my God, this is what I want. This is my Superman. I want this Superman. Why can't you give me this Superman? Fuck you, Zack Snyder. That's what I was thinking while I was watching Supergirl. Oh, my God. And, I, I thought the same thing. And you know they're going to they're gonna fuck him up even worse, right? Like now he's got like long hair and a beard and a fucking black suit. Uh, like, oh, my we'll, God. He's we'll like plenty, darker now. We'll have plenty of time to bitch about that shit when Justice League comes out. But as of right now, let's let's get just let's just give this guy props for for, yeah, for, for sure. his portrayal of Superman and 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 props to um, the CW crew for um, you know for bringing a Superman that we grew up with. They um, knocked it because, out of the park with him. And they knocked it out of the park. And you're you're one hundred percent right about um, about. Up being upstage because there's parts of Supergirl in the first season where I'm thinking like this is kind of I don't know if I can believe this person as a superhero sometimes there's there's times where she just kills it as Supergirl yeah and then there's other times where it feels like she's still trying to find her footing as Supergirl in the show and in real life like I'm talking like behind like as an actress right and in this show when this episode where Superman came in it felt like that guy has been in that universe for fucking ever and has, has his own show. Like he, he feels like he's been on, he feels like he's the one who had the show for a full season and that's, she's the one coming in. That's exactly um, how I as thought. guest starring. And um, I, and I felt the same way you did too, where I was like, no, 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 Superman, don't go off the screen. I want to see more of you because I'm left with Henry Cavill's version of it or Zack Snyder's version. Please don't leave me. <laughs> Please don't fucking leave me, Superman. I'm like, I'm going to cry when there's no more Superman on Supergirl. Save me, Superman. Don't leave. Yeah, Superman, please don't leave. Fucking, for the love of God, please don't leave. I'm going to have to play Supergirl episodes while I'm watching Justice League. Right. (laughs) Uh, Well, I I hope they, 
they give him more to, I mean, I think he's going to be on there for a few more episodes or, or at least I've heard he's, going it, to it's be a shame a though. It's, it's, it's a shame that, that, I mean, I, I, thank you CW for bringing Superman, the versions <laughs> that we love, but it's yeah, a shame sure. because like now, now I'm like, can I have, my, can I have a Superman show please? Because if, if the DC movie people don't want to, you know, are saying like, fuck the TV shows, even though the TV shows are way better than the movies, like, okay, you introduce your, your own Superman. Give me a Superman show because I want that. They could. They could very well do it. Um, they could make it even just a mid-season replacement show. Even if they do like 10 or 12 episodes, they could totally I would it. fucking love that. Like they did with uh, Agent Carter. Just give me eight episodes of yeah, just yeah, Superman. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They could totally do it. And and it'll be in that universe. And they could have all sorts of different things going on. And um I yeah, man. Boy, oh fuck, just, I want you that just show. Got me really excited thinking about that. For That'd something that doesn't amazing. exist that yeah, nobody exactly. has talked about. Exactly. Um, we should, we should so I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't think uh I don't think I had as many problems with um that you did. Mm-hmm. My problems with the show still I've already I just mentioned it about about just still trying to find your your place in in this world. Yes. There's there's times where she's really good. Um, Melissa, how do you say her last name? Benoist. Benoist. Yeah, like Benoist. Yeah, she's just Benoist. really great in the show sometimes, and other times it feels like uh, stop complaining while you're in the suit. It kind of takes it away. It takes that away. Yeah, it she takes that. Having it like, takes that confidence away. She starts having like you know daily like human problems, you know, and that kind of thing. And I get it that, you know, they're trying to like show you like, Hey, even if you're like this super duper person, you still have like issues like everyone else. That you got no, I get it too. But, I, but I, I love the interaction. My favorite parts of the, this episode were the episodes between Clark and, and um, what the fuck's her name again? Uh, not, uh, God, Kara, uh, Kara. Oh, Kara. Um, oh, Kara, Kara. Car, yeah. The, when when Clark and Car are talking, those are my favorite parts because she's asking him for advice, like how do you do it, you know? Yeah. And he t- he gives him he even though she's older by twelve years or whatever it is, it, uh, age wise she's older, but he's been doing this for obviously much longer. It, it, I like that interaction where he's like mentoring her, but at the same time, for me and apparently for you too, it just takes away from the fact that the show is called Supergirl. Right. Yeah. It, you I know, because now I just want a Superman show. <laughs> totally. That's totally. That's exactly what happened. Like by the end of it, I was like, I want more of that guy. Like, oh, that and, was and really the other thing good. I wanted to make sure, the other thing I wanted to make sure I wanted to talk about too, was in the beginning of the first season, I really couldn't stand Callista Flockhart's version of Cat Grant. I couldn't. And then they kind of, and then they kind of shifted her, her, they gave her heart basically yes. and they shifted her character a little bit. And th- what they did with cat grant is what they failed to do with fish Mooney. Yes. Because cat grant was on that same, wasn't as, as annoying as, as fish Mooney, but she was getting there. And then all of a sudden they shifted her yes. character. And then I started liking her a lot. And, I really liked her in the first episode of, of the show. I don't know if you thought the same thing. I, I, really, I really liked, liked her, in her in the first this episode. episode. I liked her interactions with Clark, and I thought it was funny that that was the one person that she actually got tongue-tied over compared to, like, anybody <laughs> yeah. else. Anybody yeah. else, she was like, yeah, my face, I don't give a shit about you. But, like, 
Clark but if you're a woman, but if you're, but I, I'm guessing like if you're a woman and this goes for a guy too, I guess, uh, if, if there's that girl or guy that is from Kansas, right. But is like drop dead, gorgeous looking, has the physique, whether it be a woman or, or, or a man has that Southern charm to his, him or her. Like, wouldn't yeah. that make that person a hundred times more attractive than anybody you found in the city? Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time for sure. Um, no, I just, I, I like the way they handled that. I do like the way they, they've handled her character. And I've also heard that because they moved to, you know, moved the, the show to Vancouver that I think her presence is going to be less and less through the, through the season, but, but she's still, you know, going to be part of the show. I just don't know. I like, I like her presence in the show. She's, and I especially liked her interactions more recently with, with Kara because she's, she's also mentoring her too in the real world where Superman Clark mentors her as the superhero. She's mentoring her uh, in in you know as Kara, not Supergirl. Yeah, you know it's what a I mean? real like, good parallelism the, going on there. Yeah, it's it's so I, I like good. I like that relationship now. Um, I I love the part where she's like, "Get out of my office! This is not that you you don't want to do that." You know what I mean? Like you you barely spent any time like talking about who or or thinking about what you want to do. And I, I just love the fact that she was being that like motherly figure to her. Right. That is really, really super cool. Um, so, you know, I think we both kind of have the same opinions about the show. Uh, me having a little bit more problem than you have, but, but, it, but we could both agree that, that Superman definitely was the highlight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We can, we can both show. agree that we want a Superman show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. So before we sign off, what, how would you rank the shows right now? Like if we, if you put a gun to your head, wow. hey, what? How would you rate these shows? Like which? I mean, there's four okay, now. So, okay, what's so what's your four? What's honestly, your number four? oh, number four, it, it probably has to be Arrow. Okay, it be, I think it's Arrow. Number three is probably Legends. Number two is probably Flash, and number one is Supergirl. Only because they have Superman on right that's now. So that's so weird. Because I was going to say the exact same thing. That's so bizarre. Because <laughs> Wait, I was your thinking, rankings oh, the same. Was, well, because I was sitting here going like Vic's going to say probably say Legends is his number four. But wow, you, you got. I mean, it's that's exactly the same order that I had it in. Um, no, I like not, Legends now. I like it more than Arrow now because. They're not going after um, Vandal Savage, Savage and they're yeah. kind of doing something different. And the introduction of Reverse Flash kind of changes things a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know how tiresome it's going to be with the Reverse Flash fucking with time, even though it's not a Flash show. Right. Um, but the things that they're introducing in Legends of Tomorrow, they're not bound by anything. So it makes sense for the time travel there. And I'm okay with the time travel there because that's the whole basis the of, the of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Um, well, Flash, we is, Flash still has like the great actors in it. There's yes. everybody that I love the guy who plays Cisco. I love, I love Grant who plays Flash. Um, everybody's really good there. So I, I like all of them. Um, even though the, 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 the whole messing with time is really getting boring. Well, yeah. And it's kind of like mess with their characters. Like I didn't like any of their characters on, on the, the season two, the new, uh, yeah. yeah the well, new, well, towards the, like towards the end of, yeah, towards the end of episode two, <clears throat> it seemed like they went kind of back to a little bit normal. Um, right. Instead of so moody and shit, it was like, they, it was like fucking Zack Snyder directed three fourths of that episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> it's like I got something to say. Let me let me do this um, for you yeah. guys because I'm so successful right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, there, I mean, regardless, dude. I mean, th- these shows are are better than a lot of things out there. Uh, so I'm going to continue to watch this all the way through, and we'll have to like revisit it maybe at the at the halfway mark, like around January or something like that. We'll see like where we rank the shows or how what they've ha- what they've done because they always have that like mid season cliffhanger thing. So that'd be a good time to like kind of revisit the, the seasons on all four shows, to see, especially after that crossover show. We definitely have to revisit dude, it. Dude, I just looked up some shit on Superman <laughs> right because I'm like trying to figure out if there is a Superman talk show, like a, okay. a show talk. And I didn't realize this, <laughs> but the guy who plays Superman on Supergirl. He was, t- he was, he was, he was, oh, right. No, 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 but I, I never watched Teen Wolf, but he was the son of Tom Hanks in Road to Perdition. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, how funny. Well, wow, that's, that's a pretty really cool good movie too. That's a super good movie. Yeah. It really, it, so the kid at the end where Tom Hanks gets killed, that's him. Yeah. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking. That's a, like over a ten old year old movie. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, you should have exactly. watched it by now. <laughs> You're like not not that Tom Hanks has ever been killed before. Jeez. Yeah, he wasn't killed in Saving Private Ryan either. The- <laughs> <laughs> someone watches that movie, they're like, "Damn you!" Yeah. <laughs> they're like, "He died." He wasn't, kill- he wasn't killed in Big either, or was. Yeah. He? <laughs> He didn't get small again. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll have to revisit the shows. It was it was an interesting last couple of weeks, but uh, DC's still, you know, they're still a lot better on the on the TV than they are in the, on the big screen. That's for sure. But uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was episode uh, forty nine of Chew on This and Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ Vic. Chew on that, folks. Later. Thank you.